So I have a question. How are small business owners like us, who are spending 60 plus hours a week working in our businesses and are still struggling to make ends meet, who have no time to spend with family, friends, or the things we value most in life, who feel trapped inside of our businesses and it is consuming our lives? How do we get the freedom to be able to work on our businesses and not in them? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answer. My name is John Nichols, and this is Expansion Code Radio. What's up, everyone? Welcome to today's podcast. My name is John Nichols, and this is Expansion Code Radio. Today, we got a really great guest on. It's Pierre the Price Whisperer. Pierre, welcome to the show. Hey, John. Uh, thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on. So I love the tagline, the Price Whisperer. Give me a little background behind the, about that and a little bit of background about yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, well, first of all, it's it's not something that I invented myself. Um, I was called the price whisperer so many times that I eventually decided to um, adopt the moniker. And and the story here is that um, uh, I, I I ran a couple of companies before I moved here to the U.S. Uh, and I came here to establish and, and run a, a division of a fairly large public company. And, and after that, I had four other um, CEO positions. And, and, and in all of these instances, we did experiments with pricing, some only because I was sort of interested in it. And some of those experiments were very successful, meaning that next quarter revenues are up 25%. Some were complete duds. And what I had learned in business school about pricing was so theoretical and academic that it didn't help us in any way to understand why some of those experiments worked and others didn't. So 15 years ago, I decided I was too old and too opinionated to be a hired gun. And um, I decided to develop a process that would make every, or actually that makes every pricing experiment a success. And, um, and, um, uh, and, and that's the reason I, I, I was called the price whisperer so many times. And also I adopted it because I got such a weird last name that, uh, which makes sense in my native Sweden, but, um, um, it, it less so here in the U.S. <laughs> so, um, so let's let's just kind of dive into this whole pricing piece of it because um, I own UPS stores and we are retail. And um, I'm going to give you a really quick little story about me um, and kind of tell you what we do with pricing and kind of get your feedback on this. And then, then sure. we'll dive into to to what your your program is all about. But mm-hmm. years ago, probably about six years ago, <clears throat> um, we were looking to increase our pricing and across mm-hmm. all my UPS stores, and we have uh, 10 different locations. And in doing so, um, each market's a little different. I have a couple of rural markets, which the pricing needs to be a little lower than other markets. But <clears throat> we, we really didn't understand, and we started focusing in on the printing market. and we wasn't sure what was going on. So we decided to start um, price shopping our competitors just to see Mm -hmm. where we fell into the market. Mm -hmm. And we found out that we were way low. I mean, extremely low um, compared to our competitors. And I was just, and I was Mm -hmm. shocked by that because I thought our competitors were going to be much, at least our price are a little bit lower it turns out that they weren't. And so no. we raised our prices 
And the funny thing about it is that we got zero complaints across 10 different stores in 10 Mm -hmm. different markets, Mm -hmm. zero complaints about raising the price. And I was shocked about it. It was, I was flabbergasted. I couldn't believe it. Um, And, you know, and this was a year that, you know, we, we, we raised the prices and I said, listen, we're going to keep track of this for a year and see if we get how many complaints we get, whatever. And we got zero. And so it was just one of those crazy things. So what's your thoughts about that? Well, your experience is similar to something like 80% of our clients, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and, and the, um, the, the, the reason is very simple. Uh, most companies, whether it's a, a retail store, a UPS store, like you mentioned, or or if you're selling a service to or a product to consumers or to your businesses, um, are very timid in their pricing because they 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 don't understand the perceptional value that they are being um, that their customers really add, you know, to 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 um, to your to to the service, and it's that perceptional value that should um, really should um um should tell you how to price and and um a perceptional value leads to a certain willingness to pay that then leads to uh, a pricing that is optimized in such a way that you don't leave money on the table and and yeah. in fact what one of the um what one of the uh, i don't know how much you raised the price but um you know i i have for example, I have experiences of of clients who who quadrupled their price, and the the result was uh, higher sales volume, right? Because a low price sets an expect. There's something in in uh, called expectation bias, and expectation bias um, works on in in two two ways. First off. Uh, it, it sets an expectation of the quality and benefit of a service. Um, so if you if you price yourself too low, people are going to walk away because they don't think that whatever you're selling is going to be good enough. Um, and if you price yourself high, uh, it's going to lead to a higher customer satisfaction because they 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 pay more, and when they pay more, they expect a better result, so they get a better result. And that, that that is so true. Um, it's pretty interesting as far as UPS stores go, is that we we are competing against other shipping places too, but we're also competing mm-hmm. against other UPS stores. Mm-hmm. And the thing that we that as a UPS store owner that I had to realize is that my the the stores around me are my competitors too, and what's mm-hmm. going to differentiate my UPS store from someone's down from a store down the street. Why are they going to come well, into my store versus someone else's store? Well, the, 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 um, uh, I mean, the, 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 the answer is that, um, uh, you, you really should find out, um, uh, because if you can, <clears throat> if you can differentiate yourself in, in some meaningful way, uh, you can, um, you can charge higher prices and, one way maybe you can uh, differentiate yourself is to sell a membership, right? Yeah. Um, and and you 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 become a member in in your stores, your ten stores, and and that gives people something, you know. 
And I mean, if you think about it, um, um, Costco's membership, it's, it's, it gives you something. Uh, Amazon's membership give you something. But the key is that in, in these cases, uh, you pay for the membership, right? And when you pay for a membership, you, you obviously want to have a return on investment means that you're going to go back to your store, uh, to get whatever, um, extra service it is, or, um, maybe you get a, a free mailbox or you get something for that membership or you get a discount on, on, um, on, on some of the services that you, 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 uh, you offer, you know? Yep. And we do have something like that that we do offer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called mm-hmm. the key value card. Um, mm-hmm. the, but the, but, but do, do the, your the, customers pay for it? Um, yes, yes, they do pay for it. Okay. The but the but the interesting thing that I mean, but but here's the here's the problem though is that all UPS stores offer the same thing though offers that same thing, and the one thing that we figured out over years and years of research is is that when we provide an experience instead of just good customer service. When we provide an experience mm-hmm. and, and tap into the customer's emotional feelings and respond to that, that people will buy, will pay more money for an experience than they will for good customer service. Because if you don't have good customer service out there, you don't have anything I mean, you, you're not going to be in business long. So, so, so no. that there's, that there's the, the standard, but you have to go above and beyond that and offer other things like in the summertime, we offer bottled water to our customers. We go, mm-hmm. um, we come out from behind the calendar, counter, go out and get packages out of somebody's car. Um, we, we, we don't just go through the process. We have a process which we go through. And we, mm-hmm. we try to give customers the best experience that they can have. We ask more questions to the customer than most UPS stores do. And the reason why is because they, because that is driving the value. That experience drives the value. And there are more because coming to a UPS store is not a, it's not a cheap place, but mm-hmm. coming to my UPS store, it, 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 it's all about getting that return customer back. It's all about creating that value Absolutely. that they want. Absolutely, and and you're absolutely right because um, all all our purchase decisions are made emotionally, and and good customer service is something that people experience. You know, they expect to some extent. Uh, whereas having having that going that extra mile makes uh, makes a really big difference. And let me tell you a story about that that I think is it's it's not it's not a UPS store, but it's it's. It's uh, many years ago. I um, I, I like uh, cooking, you know, and I I I ordered some I ordered some, um, uh, I ordered some uh, um, uh, spices online, and um, when I got the package, um, you know, a couple of days later, it was not from Amazon; it was somewhere else. Um, <clears throat> and I opened it; it was a handwritten note in the package, say saying something that uh, my name is John. And I packed your your package, and I I hope you enjoy it, right? And uh, I was so blown away by getting a handwritten note in a in a in a package for for spices that 
I'm, I'm still buying spices from the same place. I mean, then this is seven years later, eight years later, right? And when I, when I, when I um, bought again from that same company, I, I got a, another handwritten note saying, thank you for being a returning customer, right? Very easy stuff, you know? Um, but um, but uh, that really made a, a huge difference, you know? Yeah, it, it always does because the thing is, is that when you're doing something and it doesn't take a lot, it's something a little no. different than what your yep. um, customers, what your competitors are doing and yep. makes your customers feel super, um, you know, special. Anything like mm-hmm. that is a, is a, is a great thing because when they feel special, when they feel like you've gone the effort, the extra effort to really make them um, feel welcome, feel comfortable, feel like that the, whenever you go to build that experience and it's all about yep. building and every time they come back in, um, you have to build more on that. And so, yeah, a lot of it, I mean, you, you have, you have a store where, um, where you obviously have, um, people interacting with your customers all the time. And, and it's also very important that the, 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 the people that you hire are on the bus, that, that they understand that this is really important and, and that they have the right attitude, right? And, and that attitude always comes from the top, you know? And, um, so, so, so in order, you know, in order to be successful in this, not only do you have to hire the right people and often maybe more expensive people, but, if if they are happy, they are much more likely to, um, uh, you know, to 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 show that uh, right attitude towards customers. You know. Yeah, and the thing is, is that it's not only building an experience for our customers; it's building an experience for our employees. It's mm-hmm. it, and you are correct. It, it, it's all about building value with them too. And mm-hmm. I mean, and we do several different things. We do a um, we we have we have several incentive programs for my employees and stuff, and there's mm-hmm. and there's just certain things that we do. Um, like in November, all employees get a new pair of tennis shoes to wear, and it costs me very little money to do that. Yeah, uh, I mean I've got about sixty five employees that they run me about sixty sixty five dollars a pop on that stuff uh, because I yep. buy them in bulk. And yeah. it's a and it, it's it costs very little money to get such a big result. Like I provide yeah. my people with extra apparel, UPS store apparel. So mm-hmm. in the winter times, I make sure that they have a UPS store jacket um, mm-hmm. and everything. So basically, the only thing that we're not providing for them is pants and undergarments, and that's it. Yeah, everything else we provide for them, mm. and it makes a big difference because other UPS stores aren't doing that. I mean, yep. we offer health insurance. We offer when you start adding on benefits and other things else, and showing showing your people that you are adding value to them too, on top of giving them being able to let them participate in incentive programs and make the incentive programs about them, not what we think, but yes. revolves around them. That there, that there's yeah, where you I get mean, that value. Absolutely right, and the the the. I mean, it sounds like you're doing so much, so much right that um, you can probably 
um, continue to take price and 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 become um, you know higher in price than 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 some of your competitors um, and 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 still uh, not lose any any sales volume. Yeah, because I don't think I really don't think that uh, unless you're a somebody who ships on on a sort of almost daily basis. Um, I don't think you compare prices. You just go to whatever store is 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 um, most convenient and and um, and 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 where you have a good experience. You know. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, I own a couple of stores in Nashville, Tennessee, and I've got mm-hmm. probably I don't know thirty, forty customers that that drive past a UPS store to come to our UPS store. Yeah. Because of the experience, and we have uh, stolen, you know, roughly about forty customers from from my competitive UPS store just because of the things we do, um, and, yeah. and the way we go go about stuff. You know, we ask people how their day is. We, I mean, we actually, you know, get involved and ask them, you know, who, you know, who's this package going to, and why is it going there? You know, oh, it's a birthday gift. Great. You know, maybe you want to pick up a birthday card here. And we yep. put that in the package for you, and and we, we yep. and we we talk to people about what they may need, and talk to talk to them about their needs, not their wants, because they may need that card, and then they want yep. that card. And so, yep. and, you know, I think in especially in the retail world, people that don't communicate with their customers, and and that are actively involved within their customers are going to lose those customers if they don't do this. And it oh, takes absolutely. very little effort. I'm sorry, what was that? No, I I, I just I just agree. I, I think that the the uh, and this is something that many unfortunately many businesses forget, you know? They 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 think it's all about uh, they think it's all about numbers and yeah, numbers are important, but but people are important, and and if you take care of people, then the numbers take care of themselves. You know. Yeah, it's all about when, whenever we shifted our focus to the people from our numbers, our numbers grew, mm-hmm. and it isn't. And I'm telling you right now, now our numbers are important. It's very interesting because what I've understood is this: is that if if I'm tracking the numbers every day, my numbers tell me whether or not we're taking care of our, my people or not, or our, or our yeah. people and our customers. Yeah, and so we track right. our numbers very heavily. And the thing is, is that when the numbers start dropping off, that tells me that my people aren't taking care of our customers. Mm-hmm. And and it's all this symbiotic piece that happens. Um, and but the thing is, is our focus is still on the customers and my people, the people I employ. But it all reflects in those numbers, and and that and and the thing is, is that I, I mean, how, how many business owners have you run across that only focus on the numbers and don't and don't focus on the people involved? Oh, <laughs> I've. Um, um... We've done some work for for um, some of the major brands in in uh, here in the U.S. You know, I'm talking billion dollar companies. You know, and and um, 
I've been aghast in some cases to to hear the the the, the management team um, talk about um, talk about the the employees as would it be something that crawls under a rug, you know? Um, yeah. And um, and uh, we I've talked to 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 management team where you have companies with turnover of 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 like 150% of their sales force, you know, per year, you know. Uh, it, the reason is very simple, you know. <laughs> they they uh they they despise their own people and 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 that that shows, you know, through the whole organization. So it, it, like I said, uh, it always comes from the top, you know. Yes, it always does. And, and um, but there is a, um, I think, again, I'm thinking that you said you could you could take price and and you didn't lose any sales volume and and based on what you you're telling me, um, it seems like you can continue that and um, at least for certain of your product or services be uh, be more expensive than your competitor um, and. Um, uh, and 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 still hold the same sales volume and and why do you want to do that well if you can increase your price means that you have more profits means that you can um you can you put that back into the company of course um and and that could be um hiring more people it could be uh, uh, spending more money on marketing and so forth having the funds to set up more ups stores right so um so, 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 um, only because you can take higher prices doesn't necessarily mean that, um, that the, all the money sits in the bank. You, you, you put it back into the company, you know, for the benefit of the company, for the benefit of the employees and for the benefit of the customers. Yep. That is so true. It is. Um, it's, it's pretty interesting. We did a price analysis on raising our uh, private mailbox pricing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, we and whenever we we never we whenever we raise prices, we normally lose anywhere from one to four customers, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. The average is probably two to three, and um, but we normally but we normally gain every year around five. Okay, five um, customers. And, yeah, five or six new mailbox customers. Okay. Um, Depending, but because 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 the private mailbox is something that you that you that you have to have. It is a need that you're needing for whatever, and so these things are kind of hard to sell sometimes. But mm-hmm. um, so let's say that we lose three when we raise our price and we gain five or six. Okay, yeah, we're still making more money across the board. <clears throat> yeah, even but, but- even losing that. Mm-hmm. But I would be, um, I would, um, and I don't know whether you do this or not. But I, um, I would, um, I would add next time you raise your prices and maybe a service where you say that, and we will call you or text you if it looks like there's some really important document that shows up, right? Yeah. So, um, so we do that and, already. So we send mm-hmm. text messages and emails out already. They can call in and check their mail over. I mean, we, we provide all kinds of crazy extra services already. The one thing mm-hmm. that we normally do is that uh, we normally give them some sort of incentive to use a different profit center. So we'll normally mm-hmm. give them like, whenever we raise prices, we'll give them 
I don't know, a hundred free black and white copies or 50 color copies or, you know, or, or something. Um, we'll give them a free notary service or we'll give them hmm. um, X amount off, 50% off on shredding or I mean, something, something to kind of ease that whenever we do raise our prices. Um, yep. And it's, and it's just that one time, one gift kind of, and we, we, and we present it as a gift and we, the cool thing about it is that we even put it as a, um, as like a, it's like a um, gift certificate and we, mm-hmm. and we put it in an envelope that's, that's, that looks like a little package and we yep. stick it in their mailboxes. And so, and, and so in that, there's some of the things that we're doing going above and beyond, you know, I, we, we could just tell them that and go on, but no, I'm giving them a certificate. I'm giving them, an, I'm putting it into a really nice hard envelope that looks like a little package sticking it in their mailbox. And then when they get these things, now they're feeling special. Because yeah, yep. I've raised your prices, and we also give people also the, the 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 chance to renew their mailbox at the current price for as many years as they want to renew. And sometimes we get yep. renewals for two, three, four, five years in advance, mm-hmm. and yep. and now they have to pay the money up front, but they're but they're locked in at that rate, and so they've yep. renewed for. I, I've got one business customer that renewed his rates for five years. Yep. No, I, I I can believe that, and the the um, the the other thing you could uh, possibly do is, um, do you have a referral program? No, we do not. So um, the the you know the, the, there's a, there's a way of 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 doing these referral programs so so that um, everybody everybody wins in in that. You have a referral program where the uh, where the the person referring you uh, gets some kind of discount, and the the uh, the customer that um, that is referred also gets some kind of discount. You know, um, and yeah. and maybe that's a, a you know free year of 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 that um, uh, loyalty program. I I don't know. I mean, it has to be something that is meaningful for your customers. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, but but both, that's a great idea. Both, yeah, both get something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to the referral program, I think maybe you say that every UPS store have the same. Um, <clears throat> well, maybe you can maybe you can have a tiered one, so you have a, the standard and the gold version that gives people a little bit more, and they pay for a little bit more. And uh, when it comes to the mailbox, they get a bigger mailbox. They uh, like you said, they maybe they get a, a bunch of free copies. Maybe they get uh, uh, a, uh, you know a number of free uh, um, uh, what you might call it uh, other services of some kind. You know, and 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 they pay a higher price for it. So you have the standard and the gold standard. Yeah, mo- yeah, most of the. I mean, yeah, we we can definitely look into that that because that that there's really great information. So, Pierre, tell me a. Um, I'm, I'm really interested in this because I'm sure you've got a bunch of these. But tell me one of your most favorite um, customer stories that was a win, and how it went from you know them being a little bit skeptical to to turn out to being just a fantastic thing that happened. Because I love well, these me, customer stories. Yeah, let me um, let me tell you uh, several stories here. Um, first off. Um, I published a book. Uh, the book is called the um, uh, the Price Whisper with the subtitle 
a holistic approach to pricing power. And it's available, uh, the Kindle version is available now. Uh, the, um, um, the paper version comes out um, in uh, November 8th, and it's uh, uh, by Simon & Schuster, so it's going to be in every bookstore in the States. Um, and um, the, the, um, um, in preparation for that, I sent out advanced review copies to some of my prior clients, and I said, can you please read this and say something nice? And, and I got, you know, a dozen or, or maybe a little bit more people who, who wrote something nice for me. Um, one guy, Jim and Eric, um, he said, um, well, Per, you helped us grow our business from about a hundred million to way over a billion. Thank you very much. <laughs> right? That's awesome. Um, and a couple of, um, couple of other cases from earlier this year. Um, we took one company from about 250 million in revenue to uh, 250 from 200 million to 250 million, and and that took about three weeks. Oh, and um, and uh, another small company we took from about 15 to 35 million uh, in revenue that took um, uh, that took about six weeks. And in 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 these cases there, there was no change in cost uh, but just uh, they were just massively underpriced and and our process is to 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 go out in in the company's marketplace and and do willingness to pay research and and for that willing from that willingness to pay research we can accurately predict sales volume and, and revenue at different prices and if you compare the, the current sales volume with what folks are actually willing to pay and it turns out that you're 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 tremendously underpriced. Um, then it it just take a minute to set the uh, you know set the price right. That's that's pretty amazing, Pierre. Mm-hmm. I tell you right now that is just really amazing. So you say so you mm-hmm. mentioned something about about but you having a book coming out. Um, when does that get released into uh, into um, into the stores and stuff into the uh, November eighth. November eighth, perfect, yeah. and so they can yeah. go to Amazon or any place and and buy the and buy the book, the Price Whisperer. Absolutely, yeah. The the today the the, the Kindle version is available and it's already a bestseller. Um and um and the, the 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 best way of of honestly to find the book and and to to find me is to simply do a Google search for. Uh, for the price whisper and and you'll find me instantaneously um you find the book um if you go to the price whisper dot me um you're being directed to my company's website so um so uh that, that's the easiest way of finding us that's perfect so what i'll do is that uh for all my listeners out there, I will put all the links in the notes of this podcast and you can just click directly on him uh you can also go to my YouTube channel, and I will also have his links there also, and you'll be able to see the clip um, of this podcast. Well, Pierre, thank you so much for being on the uh, for being on my show today. Uh, you gave great insight, and I loved everything that you had to say. Thank you so much. Well, thank you very much, John. It's been a pleasure to be on the on the show, and um, and and I hope the the audience found this um, this conversation of interest as well. Well, I know for a fact that you are a wealth of knowledge. And w- one last question. Do you take any size, but do you take small business people too? Or 
I'm just curious. We're currently working with uh, a couple of pre-revenue startups. Uh, perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, if yeah. you guys want to know more about Peer, the Price Whisper, just check in the links below. And folks, we will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for joining me today and listening to this episode. Hopefully, what I shared with you will help you in your business journey as we share to help others expand their minds, businesses, and profits. If this episode did help you, be sure to share it with someone else that you know that it will help. We can only achieve our mission if we share it with others and always give first. I hope I can also help you even further by sharing my resources. It is a page that contains all the digital assets we use to expand our business and to help us free up time. The great thing about this page is completely free. Just go to resources.expansioncode.com to get your free access. Thank you again for tuning in. Have a fantastic day, my friends.